Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. And with us is John Van Beriger. Hey, guys. I was sure he was going to say hello for me. Well, he, <laughs> isn't that why we rehearsed? Well, because you weren't here last week, so he thought he might have to. Did he Did he do it last he did. week? He did. He did it. Yeah, he pretended oh. he was you. <laughs> I, I don't listen to the show, so Nobody I, bought I, it. I don't know. Everybody said, that's not that's not Derek. <laughs> no. Just the, the voice spirit. isn't as sexy. Yeah. The spirit just wasn't there. <laughs> wait, wait, the voice wasn't <laughs> Wasn't sexy as sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty. So you were away last week, Derek. Where were you? I don't know. Where was I? Paddling. <laughs> You weren't on Georgian Bay. No. So did you listen to the episode? Did you say Georgian Bay? Did you go back? I actually did the episode. I was actually on it. I was part of it. I don't remember you saying Georgian Bay. Yeah, I I said it was on Georgian Bay. I don't know why I was thinking that. It's on Huron. So last week, me and the family went uh, camping at McGregor Provincial Park, which is uh, between Kincardine and uh, uh, Port Elgin. On Lake Huron. Yes, on Lake Huron. Which... In my defense, Georgian Bay is on part of. Yeah, it's attached. It's attached but to Lake Huron. But all waterways pretty much so attached I, to some, another waterway? I was correct by proxy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe it was actually later on, uh, on the, the Thursday, that John pointed out to me. I'm pretty sure it was John. John, you pointed that out to me, didn't you? No. Somebody pointed out to me that I said Georgian Bay. Yeah. And it was not on Georgian Bay? No, it's definitely not on Georgian Bay. Hmm. I'll have to go find out who told me that. You have to go to the other side of the peninsula to get Georgian Bay. Well, alrighty. So you were at the provincial park. Yeah. (laughs) On Lake Huron. Yes. And how was it? I've never actually been to that park, as you could tell. I've been there a few times now. It's a really nice park. And uh, one thing that... uh, Oh, well, here. Here's a good review. So uh, Mark Rubino came up and visited us. So Mark and Scott Rogers... Uh, they came up and visited us, stayed one night, uh, pitched a tent on my campsite. And uh, so Mark, who, he doesn't like noise in the backcountry. He doesn't yeah. like engine noises, car noises, saws, and, you know, stuff like that. So he's like, he's more into the super Nature, solitude. yeah, quiet. And so I, I heard him comment a few times. He was like, oh, this is really nice. It's so quiet. I can't hear anybody. I can barely see other campers. So it was, uh, it was, it was just, so Weregor is a huge park and, uh, there's a lot of bike trails, hiking trails, and all the campsites are pretty far apart. They have, uh, these flower petal like their central circle and then flower petal type, uh, loops for campsites. And you're so stretched out while we were in the Algonquin campground part of it. And, uh, it was just. It was so quiet and, you know, there were so many animals and birds. All we could hear was really was birds, right? And so it was really, really nice. It was, uh, you're very isolated. It's very quiet. I think most of the time it's quiet because there's a ton of nice beaches there in the park. So you'd go along the uh, shoreline trail and like every 50 feet you can cut through the bushes onto a little tiny beach. So there's, there's like all these little semi-private beaches. You can go to the beach there and never see a person. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. It's really nice. Hmm. So we're, there was uh, we went, one day we went to the beach. We went to we went just uh, uh, south of uh, one of the dog beaches. Uh, Mike Burns. I was with Mike Burns and Lori Burns and uh, Ashley, their daughter, and uh, so we were there so the dogs could be on the beach because you can't go to the main beach with a dog, right? Yeah. 
they tend to poop in the in the sand and people don't like that for some reason but uh so the way the wind was up and there's huge waves and like all, all of us were out there struggling and slammed by the waves and it was a blast i wish i had brought like a, a boogie board or a, some kind of surfboard or something it was like uh, a paddleboard or something yeah it would have yeah. been crazy oh we did, on the beach we did find a smashed up uh sailboard oh yeah yeah oops yeah <laughs> oops <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, it was a really nice park. It's uh, we loved to go there, and it's uh, it was nice that we could uh, meet up with uh, Mike, Laurie, and Ashley. It was uh, it was just nice to be able to hang out and drink fire, drink beer on the campfire, and you know it was uh, it was a nice relaxing week. Got lots of sun, got sunburned, and we did some paddling. Where'd you go? So uh, on the Tuesday. On the Tuesday, I think it was the Tuesday. On the Tuesday, we uh, went down the Saugeen River. So we, uh, in Mike brought two canoes. We used his whitewater canoe. Oh, you didn't take yours at all? Well, I would have had to tow a trailer or something, right? Oh, that's right, because you took the RV. Yeah. Right. So, and I didn't want to tow a trailer behind it. So we uh, we borrowed Mike's boat, and we uh, put in at number 12 and went down to the dam, the M&R Dam. And... Uh, it was, it's just a long, slow, lazy, in places, bump and grind. Like it was, uh, water was fairly low, but, uh, it was, uh, it was super nice. It was like, we got, saw a lot of animals and the kids loved it. Well, the kids loved it at first, but then they got really bored and, uh, <laughs> they would only perk up when we went through like class one Swifts type th- stuff occasionally. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Otherwise, they just kind of blah. <laughs> it's like, a wide river, though, right? <laughs> it's pretty wide. I'd, yeah. I want to I want to run it in the spring when, uh, during high water, run, during the freshet. Well, you know it's 160 kilometers long. Well, I don't want to do the whole thing. Why not? <laughs> How long do you want to go for? Like a few days? <laughs> no, Maybe. just I just want to run the section that we did run. It's, uh, it, it's a nice little section. Like, yeah, there's, like we put in, there's, uh, we put in an access point... 12 on the Tuesday and then when the boys arrived the next day we uh, paddled again so it was uh, Mike and Scott in one canoe or uh, Mark and Scott in one canoe and me and Mike in the other and uh, we paddled from 13 down to, to the MNR Dam and uh, so it was nice it was uh, we got to hang out and and uh, float along Lazy River catch up and see how everybody's doing hadn't talked to some of the guys in quite a while so it was, uh, I haven't hung out with Marcus and I don't know how long. So it was kind of cool to catch up with him. Well, he's doing the guiding for Algonquin. He is. He's doing aero guiding. Plus and he's, he's got moved his, up to Huntsville now. Yeah. And, and he does his own private guiding. He guides for AO as yep. well as private guiding. And he's also started his own, uh, data collection, uh, business where, you know, yeah, people come in and, and like factories, like cookie factories or something. They want to, you test their, their pumps and motors to make sure that they're running properly look for hot spots or look for excess vibration and then they can tell you oh you need maintenance on this pump type thing right oh yeah he was doing that uh, a couple of years ago yeah, yeah yeah and now he owns the business oh it's cool. his yeah cool yeah so it's it's he's doing really well for himself it's uh it's nice to see him being so success, successful so and it was good to catch up with uh with scott as well it was uh we uh we're hopefully going to do mike scott Martin Garster and myself on the tw- oh by the way I'm not going to be around on the 12th to 18th of <laughs> September oh me neither <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we just last week we put put it in place because we weren't going to do the trip and then we got to talking and it's like oh it's on so 
So uh, Scott Martin in one boat, me and Mike in the other, we're going to do the Noir River in Quebec. It's uh, mostly class one, class two, a little bit of class three. Of all of the of all the river that we're going to run, we are there's only like 420 meters of portages, and that's three portages only, 420 meters max for the whole trip. As long as the water's high. Yes. So, so yeah, we're going to check the water. So right where we're going, we're going to be really close to the Coulonge, Coulonge as well. Yep. And uh, so if the water is too low on the Noir, we're going to move over to the Coulonge because that one tends to have a bit more water. But hopefully the, the Noir is nice because uh, we haven't even looked at, well, I think Mike's looked at the Coulonge, so he has an idea of what we'd be seeing. But uh, yeah, so we'll be doing the Noir in September 12th through... 18th. 18th or something. Okay. Now, I'm gone that weekend before. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'll be back. So, so John, clear up your yeah. uh, your week there because like the... Uh, You're doing it yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if, if like you guys are both gone, it'd be like, hello? Hello? Hello, this somebody, is John. <laughs> somebody downloads the podcast. It's me going, hello? is anybody there? Where is everybody? They locked me in the studio. <laughs> I can't get out. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Sean. <laughs> the beast in the cellar. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe I'll be on the Wisconsin then. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Really? Yeah. So we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll be like paddling sort of together? <laughs> but we're very socially distanced paddling. You'll you'll be on the Wisconsin the week. Sorry, everybody. While we do our schedules here, <laughs> all three of us are on the water that week. <laughs> you're you're away the fourteenth, the eighteenth week, John. Me, if if I do the Wisconsin, I think I'd be leaving that week. Yeah. Try to leave on the sixteenth. Uh, <laughs> Does that work better for you? That works better for me. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm actually back then. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gone. I should be back by then. Otherwise, well, I, I'm I'll not... be posting up a note saying, gone fishing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I'm actually, a couple of possibilities for a few more trips have come up. So, I'm trying to, right now, I'm in the process of trying to get, you know, line up as much fall paddling as I can do. Yeah. Right now, all our listeners are going, will you guys get your act together? We need to know. (laughs) (laughs) I tune into this podcast to hear your schedules. Yes. (laughs) See, I didn't even know my schedule. I didn't even know I was doing this trip. We just found out, me and Mike are discussing it uh, around about uh, about the uh, McGregor trip. And uh, we didn't really nail down plans until yesterday monday monday is when we everybody committed to it so it's uh it's still fresh it's barely, yeah i think i'm actually a plan. gone the thursday before so that'll be the uh, 10th to the 13th or 14th so i'm back as you're leaving there we go yeah <laughs> alan drummond i hope you're back from lake superior <laughs> at that point <laughs> so you got a podcast to record yeah wow this is awesome <laughs> yeah, Alan Drummond of uh, Kingdom Outdoor Products, uh, also known as Hashtag Alcation. If you're looking at our uh, Facebook page, he's actually up kayaking on Lake Superior right now. Oh, nice. And yeah. rubbing it in, uh, oh, the other night, uh, they were posting pictures of them kayaking in the sunset. Oh, I saw that. Nice, yeah. beautiful. Amazing pictures? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. How uh, come every time I'm up there, it's like the reenactment of the Edmund Fitzgerald, <laughs> and they're up there, and it's like nice, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to duck Alan Pay too. Yeah. And I imagine <laughs> if anybody follows us on Facebook, they've probably seen Alan multiple times because he's yeah. constantly going Facebook Live. He he does better for for Facebook and Facebook Live than we do. Well, we've been <laughs> doing it the same times lately. Yes, yes, you Him and I. You yes, because yeah. you were doing it on the uh the Trent Seven. Tra- yeah, and then last, on the weekend I was da- last weekend I was down uh at uh Lake uh, Lakefront Promenade Park. Oh, okay. With yeah. him his uh one of his friends were doing the um Outrigger canoe. Oh, did you try one? Not yet. Oh. I'm waiting for you to do that. Oh. What do you Oh. I thought you said no. I, you were saying you were just down there with him. No, no. One of his friends was in a race. Oh, okay. With them. Yeah. But no, you and I got to go check those out. Yes, I want to check. That's pretty yeah. cool. So maybe tomorrow. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so let's get back to the Saugeen River. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Saugeen River or my schedule. Or my schedule. I- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was... Uh, we did the, uh, they stayed the night and, uh, we paddled the Saugeen, uh, Access 13 down to the dam. And, uh, that was another good day hanging out. We, uh, wasted a bunch of time just standing on a sandbar and chatting and. That's uh, never uh, a waste of time. No, I know. <laughs> it was, uh, but there's so many birds. Like we saw, we saw like a bald eagle and a hawk swirling around each other. It's, I don't know. It looked like they were playing. Because they were just kind of swooping down across each other, but it didn't look like they were attacking. And then the uh, the hawk flew within, like went right between our boats. Like I've never seen a hawk that close. He was like only about 10 feet off the water and he just slowly swooped past us, glided past us. I, he was checking us out. He was looking at us. Uh, he came really close right down between us. Uh, the boys got good video of it. I haven't seen video, but uh, they all got good pictures of the bird. So it was like, holy cow, look at that. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty amazing. And uh, so, yeah, we did that that day. Then the boys stayed the night and and they peeled out at about uh, 10 or 11 a.m. And so it was uh, was good. It was good to catch up with them and, and see how everybody was doing. And but for the most part, we, like the weather was really good. We spent we went almost every night down to Sunset Point, and you so the the sun sets into Lake Huron, right? And like it's always spectacular sunsets. Got mm-hmm. a lot of nice photos of sunsets. And uh, the kids had a great time. They uh, they loved they they could spend hours playing in the sand on a beach. It's like <laughs> it's like aren't you kids bored yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grab yourself a chair, and you're going to be sitting a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we had a, a really good campsite too. It was huge, like a huge campsite. And it was just, I booked the last one available. And really? it was like, oh, this will do. Mike says, hey, I booked mine. There's only one left. I said, okay. I went on and I booked it. And uh, and it's just massive. It's rolling, lots of big trees. And uh, <laughs> we walked down to look at his because he was waiting for people to leave. So he was hanging out on our site. And uh, we walked down and just walked in. It's like, oh, um. I guess there's room for a trailer here. <laughs> it was just wide open and uh and it was rather small. So it's uh and he had specifically chose that one because it's like two minute walk from the dog beach, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was uh but he we still had fun. We hung out at his site, they hung out at our site. It was uh it was a fantastic week. I loved McGregor. I I I wanna they have winter camping there as well. Oh, do so they? there's some sections of the park that are open uh three sixty five. They've got uh, yurts there. I don't know if they're renting yurts this year. I don't know. A if lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. A lot of the places aren't renting them. 
because it's just too much hassle to all the extra cleaning and stuff you'd have to yeah. do. And plus, and I'm not sure what, how it's going to work this year. Like we, the bathrooms are open, but the showers were all closed because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. So that means you would be have like you'd only have bathroom act. Not that in the winter you you uh, need sh- to shower that much, but uh, they will be closed all year probably. I'm guessing. So that that'll limit your your the the facilities use that you have when you stay at a park like that. There's going to be a lot of um, wet nap. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> wet nap showers. <laughs> yeah. We're going to hit the baby department and get the wet wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Won't be the first time. Won't be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> so you and you definitely go back, eh? Oh yeah. We, I, we've been there. I think this is the third time we've been there and it's always been a spectacular time that we've been there. So the sogging. Yep. Just a little. Oh yes. Little, you found some information. Little tidbits on the sogging. Uh, it used, it's river is navigable for some distance was once an important barge route. Really? Yep. It's, like I say, it's 160 kilometers. It passes a ton of towns so, along the way. And it is, it is, uh, it's kind of a lazy river. A lot of people yeah. like to do a, a tire, an inner tube floats down it and stuff like that. So you got to think from Lake Huron, you load up the barges yeah, and then you hit all the towns on the way down. It definitely wouldn't happen in the dead of summer. It would have to be high water because there's, like, we had trouble getting through with canoes at times. Yeah. Well, they probably, yeah, they they would know. Yeah. So it would have to be spring, I guess. Well, yeah. And now, I mean, now it's known for its fishing and canoeing. Yes. Right? So, yeah, yeah I, I would think spring they'd bring all the supplies down. And it's super popular. Like, you pass through uh, some of the towns that are on the Saugeen, and they have signs. Hey, while you're passing through town, stop for lunch. You're right, signs right on the river, right? Yeah. And uh, so we we ar- we arrived on Saturday and left on Saturday. So w- when we arrived, it's like all the the put-ins, the two put-ins that we passed were like packed. And uh, but during the week, I think we were one of three cars there uh, when we were putting in. And when we left, I couldn't believe like the the day we left, we left the Saturday at like we passed the put-in at about two two fifteen, and. Uh, the parking lots probably fit like 20 cars right. and the cars were like overflowing onto the fields and side of the road. And it's like, uh, holy cow, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> so it's very popular. It's, it is a very popular uh, uh, paddling destination for the locals in, in, in that area. I wonder if it's like that on non-COVID years. Yeah. You know what? Everything is so different this year. Yeah. It's so strange. Like it's, it's hard to find stuff at, uh, outfitters. Don't get me started on that this week. (laughs) Definitely don't get me started on that this week. But it's, it is a definite weird year. Everything you, you, when you see stuff this year, you don't know if it's normal or abnormal, but you have to assume it's abnormal no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Um, the Saugeen collects waters from the Rocky Saugeen River. Sticks River, not the River Sticks. Sticks mm-hmm. River, <laughs> Camp Creek, South Saugeen River, North Saugeen River, and the uh, Teeswater River. So that's what six six different rivers feed into the Saugeen. Mm-hmm. Now here's the one tidbit of information that's kind of it was neat, cool. The Hungerford's crawling water beetle is a species at risk. In Ontario, the beetle's range is restricted to three rivers, one being the North Saugeen River. It's also been found in five rivers in northern Michigan. So that's eight rivers. 
These are the only places in the world where this beetle is found. Uh, globally rare species, this beetle is first documented in Canada in 1986, and they think it's likely a glacial relic, a uh, species that survived from the Ice Age in an isolated habitat. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. So that's all I know about the Saugeen River. Speaking of glacial relics, so after the last ice age receded, what, 13,000 years ago, they, uh, some of the information things where we were hiking, they talk about uh, post-ice age when the ice, the glaciers retreated, and uh, the Lake Huron was a huge depression collection of water from the retreat, and over a period of many years, the Huron shrank down to its current size. So a lot of the a lot of the areas where you hike or walk in and around like McGregor, because that's where I was, it uh, there was all these rock beds for, that were left over from uh, the from the glacier glaciers, and uh, there's also you keep coming across like there's a lot of uh, a lot of areas uh, that look like a beach, but you're like, hey, I'm really far from the water. So it's just there. All this sandy, rocky beaches were created during the uh, the period of uh, of uh, when Huron shrank down to its current size. So it's like uh, you can see tons of evidence of leftover stuff from from the glacier. So I wonder it's, if it's pretty cool. If it was all flooded, I wonder if there's stuff like fossils and stuff under there. I guess probably would be. But that's where the, that that would make sense because there's a lot of farming in that area too, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So and I mean, you come up around. Some of the other sides, and there's like huge farming. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and you see, oh, there's so much farming there. It's yeah. like there's you farm after farm after farm. It's like a huge farm belt down in that area, right? And uh, and but you know you see it everywhere. Anywhere's where what we call it green here. What do they call it? The green green belt. Green the green belt. The green belt. So that's the the area of leftover from the uh, the hills and areas that were left over from uh, the glaciers here. And uh, so there's a lot of farming in the green belt, and mm-hmm. they're trying to protect the green belt because yeah. it's uh, it's a natural path for animals and habitat and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, but and things like the Oak Ridge Moraine. And yes, stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'd love to see some kind of photo of uh, you. Well, you wouldn't see a photo, but I'd love to see a depiction of what it looked like after the glaciers retreated, because it would be just everything would be scraped clean. There'd be so little vegetation because vegetation probably took like thousands of years to to really proliferate. So it would be interesting to see what it looked like. John, how good are you with Photoshop? (laughs) (laughs) Derek needs a picture. (laughs) It was paved. Yeah. Send him a picture of a parking lot. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to see what was. What is actually? I think that's if I ever had a time machine, I'd do stuff like that. Oh yeah, just go back Absolutely. and check stuff out. Yeah, I'd probably get eaten first day by a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex. But you know, hey, some breaks. Oops, <laughs> too far, too far. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Anything else you got to say on that? No, that's about it. I, I was. Uh, I think I talked more about that than I should have. Like we're, I'm taking up all your, your guys' time. Ah. <laughs> There is no time limit on this show anymore. We gave that up years yeah. ago. <laughs> so you saw canoes, kayaks, stand-up paddleboard stuff down the... Yes. Every, everybody? Everybody. It was... Uh, there were so many boats in and around the waterways, and it was incredible. It was... Uh, didn't see any surfers, but uh, saw everything else. Cool. It was a very so, popular river. Speaking of stand-up paddleboards... 
Ah, yes. Hey, John. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so I hear you got a new purchase. Yeah. So I picked up uh, an inflatable stand-up paddleboard after being on the Wisconsin and having so much fun just standing up and paddling through those back channels. I thought, you know what? I should do this. And it's something I never thought I would do. Is get one. Um, yeah. Because I thought, you know, I mean, I've got my kayak. I've got a canoe. I'm, you know, I'm kind of set. And, yeah. And uh, it was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I picked one up. And see, I just stand up in my canoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's what I did. And then I was thinking, you know, the other benefit of this is in terms of portages. Portages. <laughs> 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 We get the translation now from Sean. (laughs) (laughs) The walking Uh, paddle. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought, you know, it would be kind of cool because they're, you know, and they're like 25 pounds or something Mm -hmm. and uh, the inflatable. So there was uh, a body glove uh, inflatable SUP. It was, uh, it's an 11 foot uh, board. And it was $400 U.S. from Costco. Wow. Yeah. And so it came with the board, the pump and hose, uh, ankle leash, the paddle, and this little waterproof pouch for your phone. And uh, It's the phone is... pouch that sold you, right? Yeah, I know. I was on the edge before that. <laughs> I can't believe they included that. <laughs> you throw in that waterproof pouch and this baby's on my way home. <laughs> there. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, I when I was thinking about doing this, I was like, yeah, I think I'll, you know, I think I'll see if I can find something. I started looking online. Of course, you know, everything is sold out. Yeah. And and uh, was looking at, you know, the manufacturers. And then I thought, well, I'll check with the local, you know, the Costco's in my state and sold out. And they had some online. And so I thought, okay, why not? And uh, it's 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 a pretty great buy for what it is, you know. I mean, it's it's not like you're getting you know a a, a great board and a great paddle and everything. No, it's, it's a good introductory. Exactly. You know, it's you a spend great something like that, and you you get up on the board and you start paddling around a bit, get the hang of it, and then you right. yeah, then you can go buy your two thousand dollar paddle board. Right. You you make that decision. Is this something exactly, I want to yeah. pursue more, or is this you know is this a third item in the you know, in the stable, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, you know, it's, it's pretty great. It seems well made. It's, uh, hauls somewhere between 300 and 320 pounds, um, which, you know, is actually pretty good because not only will that haul my fat butt around, but I can throw some camp gear on there too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I started thinking about, well, where could I do, you know, an easy overnight and stuff. So I think I may try to figure out something with that. Um, uh, the only thing that I can see negative with it is on this model, I think it's called the Performer 11, um, the fins don't detach. Oh, so they're and always so, out. Yep. And so that, you know, so if you screw one up, you know, there's issues then. But hmm. uh, if you bang it on something, but, you know, it's that's about all I can see with this. It's negative. I mean... A lot of the places I look, and you couldn't even find a paddle, the stand-up paddle to yeah. buy, let alone a board, you know. So to get everything in one box, um, I opened it up this morning, 
And uh, it was, it was, you know, you haven't even tried right? it yet. Oh, I did. I oh, did. Oh, contraire, <laughs> mon frere. So you're already doing. Oh, you, you, you did like a, a stand-up pedalboard yoga session or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that good already. <laughs> <laughs> good lord. No, I think that's, uh, that's a long, long, long way in the future. Um, first, first position: downward drowning dog. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and off the board he went. <laughs> We've never and, seen someone wrap a, a leash around that many times. <laughs> um, but it was it was funny because it was, you know, kid in the candy store this morning and opening it up and all excited. And the minute it opened the box, it was, do you remember Tester's Glue? Oh, yummy. Yeah. Right? For yeah. making models. For making model planes and stuff like that in cars. Yes. Yeah. And so, so that was manufactured in my hometown. And I, so it was kind of. It was kind of a weird thing. Like it was like really strong, and Janet walked out from her from our office to take a break, and she's like, "You making models out here?" <laughs> <laughs> like, no, honest. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just sniffing glue. <laughs> I think I might actually have some of that still laying around here somewhere too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, they took all the fun out of it when they gave it that orange smell. <sighs> you know, they they just can't leave well enough alone. That's right. How am I supposed you know? to huff the glue <laughs> if it smells like oranges? <laughs> and I mean, you know, you put together a fighter plane, right? You got your Spitfire little model that you just made, and it smells like an orange grove. Yeah. It's just, you know. That doesn't yeah. strike fear into the enemy. That's right. <laughs> oh, here comes a fighter plane. Oh, it smells so nice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they give you a little wave as you're strafing them. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have breakfast? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> so so yeah, I, so. I found the paddleboard on Costco Canada. They're, okay. out, of, they're out of stock. 529 John uh-huh. got the last one. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's 529 That's not too bad, actually. Um, well, not, unfortunately, they're out of stock, but... Uh, yeah. Huh. And, that's uh, a really good my, price. My hope on this is, because it's at the end of summer, you know, they're going to put that on sale after Labor Day. And, and get rid of the get rest the, of the ones they don't have. <laughs> well, and the, they, uh, the ones down here, then I get the automatic price difference. So, you know, oh. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> so if uh, you bought it now for 400 and it goes on sale for 300 later, yep, they'll give you 100 bucks back? Yep. How does that work? What's the span of time? It has to be within a few months? It, it's Actually, it's within 30 days. It's so, 30 days. you know, the good thing is I ordered it within 30 days of Labor Day. So if they do end up knocking it down, you know, I uh, I should get the difference. So, woohoo. Hmm. But but you know what? That'd be Even cool if they did that with trucks. Because <laughs> my truck is a lot cheaper now than it was yeah. six years ago. <laughs> I bet if you went down to the dealership and just asked them, they yeah. would refund the difference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just a wee query for you. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, sir. <laughs> yeah, it'll work over well, won't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I didn't realize that Costco did that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, took it out uh, this afternoon. Then I went down to uh, some of those channels that we had talked about earlier in the year, where Jan and I had paddled. Yep. In the state wildlife area, and uh, or near it, and uh, we when we were out there in spring, you know, it was the water was super clear. And you could, there was not a lot of vegetation at that point, so you could 
not only seeing the water well, but, but, you know, great distance out in front of you. Now everything's grown up, you know, it's cattails and ferns and right. the lily pads and weeds. And so, whereas you couldn't, you know, you could see a long way before, you can't now unless you're on an SUP. Yeah, right. you're so much higher, right? Just like in, right. uh, just like pulling a canoe, you get a different view of the water. Yeah. You it's, can see uh, stuff it, further away. It's pretty great, too, because when, when I was paddling down here, you know, the edges of these of these channels are are built up high, these levees or, you know, but it's you're just high enough on the SUP that you can look over it. And uh, so it's pretty great. So you can look out, you can see the deer, or, you know, right. wildlife out there. And um, so that was awesome. Um, and, I, you know, so I've been also, the other thing I've been doing because I got this is I've been looking at a lot of stuff on YouTube you know, techniques and yoga and instruction and <laughs> yoga. <laughs> and uh, so I was, I was looking at this and, you know, they're like, okay, start out, you know, on your knees with your hands on the board, you know, like a dog. And then you stand up, look forwards, you know, yep. and uh, in one so solid put, motion. Right. And I put it next to the, to the uh, channel and I thought, you look, I'm going to probably get wet here anyway, so <laughs> I'm just going to stand on it and start paddling and see what happens. And it worked. <laughs> so I was like, oh, screw that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just got out and paddled out. Then the channels, though, were filled with lily pads, so you, you were working your way through um, to try to, A lot know, of try to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, I, I imagine the fins are just catching on it all, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so that was the thing where it was like, you're hitting the, and it felt pretty good, um, a little, you know, like uh, a lot less stable, obviously, than than pulling a canoe, but um, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a good workout, though, I will say that, good workout yeah. for your core and your legs. And, so, uh, with your vast amount of experience and your <laughs> and your expert opinion, how does yes, it compare? Yes. Has... <laughs> <laughs> But it, but, but it did uh, now uh, I've I've we paddled with uh oh what's his name on yeah, November uh, yeah, 11th. Warren at Warren. Uh, Mackay Paddle Surf. Yeah, Mackay Paddle. So yeah. we I think we had a inflatable, didn't we? One was inflatable. Yeah, yeah. one was inflatable, yeah. one solid. And so that was my first experience. So I have nothing yeah. to compare it to, but it was uh I did find that the solid one felt better on the water. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we let, you you got to make sure that inflatable one is pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we both I think felt the the solid built non inflatable. Yeah. Paddleboard was was much better. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now oh, I it was. Think the as much as we felt it was better. I think well the one paddle inflatable one I think was a bit wider. Yeah. So you could move you you had more leniency yeah. before you went mm-hmm. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was I I definitely want to either try one again or I've I've I think I've been well, we, we've talked forever that Warren's I buy been one. Warren's been putting out that he's doing um Mackay Paddle Surf is doing sunset paddles. Oh yeah. Well, I said yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Um I should uh, I usually I forward them and I share them to our page but Yeah. I'll uh, go look, see if I've done it lately, because I know he just put out some new ones. Uh, but yeah, like I think on a Saturday, are they sunrise or sunset? 
Could be both. Yeah, probably both. But yeah, so we'll call them up and say, hey, we want to go for another one. And a bunch of them get out on Lake Ontario. And mm-hmm. and as the sun's going down, they paddle and then you die in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something. This, because that's how horror movies start. Exactly. That's yeah. right. <laughs> they went out for a nice evening paddle. <laughs> Something was in the water. Alan Derek, Drummond. Derek, <laughs> Alan Drummond was torpedoing the stand-up paddle boarders with his kayak. <laughs> That's how horror movies start. Yeah. So no, you would, I, uh, go ahead. Oh no, I I really liked it. It was uh, it was a little bit more tippy than I expected, maybe. Yeah. But 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 then again, so this has kind of gone through phases too, because like I say, you know, kid on Christmas morning opening my gifts, and I'm like looking at it going, I can paddle the whole Wisconsin on this. <laughs> And and people have, you know, but yeah. not probably people that just opened up the box 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you got to give them at least a half an hour. Yeah. And so I was thinking, you know, as I'm driving down there, I'm like, ah, yeah, I can do, you know, this will be no problem. Maybe I'll do that. And then I uh, got out in the water. It was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is a good workout and I'm going to need to build up to that. I can um, paddle from this side of the river to that side of the river. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but I've, but today has been like a really lucky day and I didn't go in um, really nearly lost at one time, big time, but saved it. And, you know, and then paddled down, uh, paddled this channel until I got into the woods and there was too much deadfall and came back out and sat down and paddled back out into the headwind. And it was a blast. Well, not to burst your bubble, Uh-oh. but when Derek <laughs> and I went out last November for the very first time, oh yes, mm-hmm. we didn't go in either. Ooh. However, our main thing was because you know that water was November 11th. Cold. <laughs> so we did everything in our power not to go in and it worked. And what was neat is they uh he had timed it just right that we uh we did our little introductory. We uh, just managed to get out on the water. We weren't out there for more than 10 or 15 minutes and then we did the 11 o'clock uh oh, two minutes moment of silence. Of, two minutes of silence on the yeah. water. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we're standing there. We've been on the on this paddleboard for a whole ten minutes. He goes now, stand still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Funny guy. Funny yeah. guy. <laughs> but you know what? That's the one thing that I found when we got on. Because you do, you look at these paddleboards, and you're like, how hard could it be? Mm-hmm. Until you step on it. Right. And then you know what? You're yeah. kneeling there, and you're like, oh, this is cool. You get the feel of it, and it's mm-hmm. that transition from yep. kneeling to standing. Yeah. That's when you dump it. <laughs> I mean, when you're standing yeah. there and you're paddling around and, you know, you're st- you, you, you can move a bit and your feet get sore, your ankles get sore, whatever. You, you keep paddling and, and whatnot. You're using different muscles because you're standing and doing these, these paddles with this long paddle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're, you're, you look at it and think, well, it can't be that hard. <laughs> and well, then no, you, I know, yeah, right? And then you stand on it or attempt to. <laughs> and... Well, I think I think what I found the hardest part of it was uh, I was working so hard to maintain my balance that the arches of my feet started to hurt really bad. Yeah. So I was yeah. I and what what he was telling me is that uh, uh, you're pushing pushing your toes into the board trying to maintain your balance because you're you tend not to go back on your heels so you kind of try and sit up on your toes a lot so you're under your feet are under constant tension and he said once you get more comfortable with it the the you get used to 
relaxing a bit and, and kind of moving back and rolling off and onto your, your heels and your toes and stuff like that, right? So did you mm-hmm. find that too, John, that your the arches of your feet got really sore and heated? Well, I ended up uh, wearing a pair of Columbia water shoes when I did it. Okay. And um, just because I thought, I don't know what's, you don't know what's in the channel. Yeah. And I thought if I'm in there and, and you know, there's people fishing and everything, so I don't want to catch a hook either, yeah. you know, along the shore. So I wore the Columbia water shoes, so I didn't really feel that, you know, as okay. much. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was it was tiring, I will say that. My legs mm-hmm. were tired, a lot more tired than I expected. I expected it to be more just core. Yeah. But but I oh, felt yeah, that the feet and the, and the legs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just because you're under but, constant tension, because you're not used to it, so you're really working, trying to maintain your balance. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was, it was really cool, and, and the... There was nobody out there. I mean, from the minute I pulled off the main highway, you know, it's just like there's this is the road is just up up on top of these channels. And uh, so it's it's up on top of a levee. And it's a good thing there is nobody because in some spots it's really just it is literally, you know, it's it's like an old two track going through the woods. Yeah. Except that on each side of the two track there's a you know there's a drop of four feet and you're in the water so yeah um but no it was it was great i uh loved it lots of you know lots of bird life down there uh what i see turtles water snakes um oh the the pair of uh trumpeter swans that were out there earlier in the year all right and what Uh, do we call a baby trumpeter swan (laughs) go ahead come on john 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 a signet there, there you go. go there you go uh, there right. you go that's using the smarticle particles <laughs> i learned a new word today you learned a new word mama signet you can go home now <laughs> gotta go bad. yeah so um no i i'm gonna take it out uh tomorrow i'm gonna get up early and and head down to a, a nearby lake here and i'm gonna let the fishermen uh you know knock me over awesome. and uh <laughs> yeah and uh so yeah, so I get to I just kind of get on it as much as I can, you know. Well, I'll build up some experience and on it, and you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing you really got to worry about is if you're going down to Wisconsin or something. It's low water. Just remember your your uh, fins, right? And that's you know, again, that's the only thing I can see with this one that that's going to be an issue. But um, yeah, We're so I call him finless John within the first well, week. <laughs> What I was thinking with it is is if I do end up doing the Wisconsin in September and into October, I was thinking it would be kind of fun to take, do it with a canoe, a kayak, and then the the paddleboard. Oh, like a tri-paddle. Yeah, just something different, you know. Yeah. How many fins and, are on uh, it? There's, there's three fins, one larger center one, and then two smaller on the sides. Okay, you got to let us know if you break one off. Because <laughs> we're going to call you Johnny Two Fins. So you said they don't <laughs> remove; they're formed into it, so don't, they don't even screw off or bolt off or anything like that. No, they don't. So they've got them. Yeah, they've got them formed right in. Um, well, because if it's inflatable, it's not like you can screw them in. Well, no, well, they got, could have a plate. I've yeah, seen I've seen yeah. inflatables with uh, on you. You remove a, a a screw and it lets it slide out of its slot. And so yeah. there's just oh, the so yeah, tighten it, not actually yeah. into the yeah. yeah I yeah. see what you're saying. So if you, you know, smaller fins for white water and then, you know, deeper for, you know, for Lakes more flat and, water. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, you know, I mean, 
if that's the worst it is for the price I've got and the chance to start doing it, that's not that's not bad. Well, you know the big seller that that mm-hmm. that big thing that made your decision to buy it. <laughs> yes. Why don't you take some pictures of you on that paddle board and what you're seeing, and we'll uh, post them on the website. I may have done that today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Our, sorry, not, on our Facebook page? Well, no, I didn't post them. I mean, you still won't let me do that ever since I got those, <laughs> you know, risque photos of Derek. Wow. Oh. You know. <laughs> we had to go to court for that, so. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, that's why I can't get across the border. It's not exactly. That it's closed. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Got COVID. It. Got it. <laughs> Court ordered. Yeah, yeah, well, let us know. Uh, keep us up to date how you're uh, doing on the paddleboard, and I'd uh, like to see some photos. Yeah, it's uh, it was beautiful out there, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you a couple. All righty. Yeah. Now, can I, can I say one other thing before we move on here? No. Oh, Just I one. know what you're going to say. No, you no? don't. Don't I? This is going to... This, no, it's going to blow our minds. Crazy. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So I said this is a really lucky day for me, right? Yeah. I got up very early this morning to run my errands and go grocery shopping and things like that. And I had to go to a local farm store here to get a live animal trap. And when I went in there, I thought, you know, I'm just going to drop by the camping section. <laughs> I found biscuits and gravy, freeze dried food. A bunch no. of it. I did. Really? Biscuits and Biscuits gravy? Biscuits and yes, gravy. Yes, that's the that's no. one. It's freeze-dried? That's the one that's hard to find. Oh, you got to send me that. I go down to – and that's we don't have that here. When I go no. when I go down to the States and uh-huh. we're going somewhere like for breakfast, yeah. Biscuits and gravy. We went to oh. one hockey tournament and I thought – people were saying, oh, we think it's it's like a porridge or something. Mm-hmm. No, it yeah. was gravy. So I'm eating – I'm just getting bowls of gravy <laughs> and eating it like a porridge. <laughs> oh, I can feel my arteries just harder, harder. Oh yeah, yeah. There's oh, no question. You got to mail me some of that. You got to mail oh. me some of that. But here's the better part. Ready? You already mailed it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when I saw that it was still there, and I started to grab them, I there was um, a tag hanging on the the bin, sort of next to it, and it said, "All Mountain House freeze dried food." 15% off. So not only did I find it, I found it on sale. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Biscuits and yeah. gravy for breakfast in the back country. How mm. awesome would that be? It's pretty great, I got to tell you. <laughs> it's actually, and despite, you know, again, the, the high amount of salt, right? Pa! Yeah. Despite That's like spam. That, oh, it's, yeah. It's, um, I've actually have heat... <laughs> Heated that up and put it on top of eggs here at the house. Even it's oh, awesome! Oh, yeah. Now so, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I took all of that stuff, threw it in in my cart, and was walking back out. And as I was walking down the cleaning aisle, the first things of Clorox sanitizing wipes I have seen since COVID started. Oh, really? there's back yeah. in stock. Yeah, yeah they're it hard to find like, here still. Wow. I mean, it's in the very first one. So so I bought all 400 of them. Wow. Um, <laughs> so let's get back to the biscuits and gravy you were saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So I uh, – mm, but I'll, you know what I will do because, you know, you've mentioned this several times now is, is you know, getting photos for for the website or for the Facebook page. And, 
and maybe some Facebook Live of me eating those and telling you how good they are. I will run that border <laughs> in the middle of the night <laughs> at an undisclosed location. I will hunt you down. I have skills. <laughs> I know who you are. I know where you live. I have certain skills. I will find you. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, like I say, I, I remember going for our fir- the first time we went across the border for a hockey tournament. We stopped for breakfast. Mm-hmm. What I think it was Cracker Barrel or something like that. And yeah, the lady brings me these these biscuits and sausage gravy. Yep. Oh, I could have married her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tracy, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Biscuit yeah. and sausage yeah. gravy ladies in, yeah. There was uh, <laughs> a place that when I lived in California down in San Luis Obispo and uh a great it's a really cool little town and uh <clears throat> great brewery and you know, just it's, it's central California. It's it's pretty awesome, and uh, there was a a little like sort of cafe slash diner there, and that was up until I married Jan. It was the best sausage and biscuits I ever had, and then Jan's was even better. And I'm like, oh, that's when I popped the question. Really? <laughs> so what you're saying? <laughs> I thought she was okay until I had the until you had this sausage gravy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, I don't know what it is about that. And people look at you like, how can you be eating that <laughs> like <Right>. this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, post some pictures, uh, send some pictures. We'll put them up on the uh, Facebook page of you stand up paddleboarding. Sounds good. Uh, me, on the other hand. Because, you know, we just did nothing but talk about you guys. I know. Um, heading to Algonquin Park for four days this week. Nice. Nice. With Perfect. Tracy. Right on. And uh, getting her to portage the canoe. Test out her new skills. Yeah. Test out all her new skills. Uh, mm-hmm. Solo, getting her to do some solo paddling and, and stuff. Uh, I am bringing my fishing gear. So I troll for trout from the front seat facing backwards. Beauty. Mm-hmm. While she's paddling. I will teach you how to paddle slowly yeah. at the perfect troll speed. Perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can fish. Well, she's not going to sit there because we do, bring your book. You can read it. And while I'm fishing, you can read. Well, she doesn't. So then she might as well paddle while I fish. Well, there you go. Right? <laughs> yeah. Winner, winner, sausage and gravy dinner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you know, get her to work on some of her skills that she's learned when she did the paddle like a girl weekend with Tori Baird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get her to work on some of those building fires and cooking over fire, that sort of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going up there to uh, help hone some of her skills. And nice. uh, it's, it's actually uh, Sean doesn't have to work as much weekend. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be good to get away, huh? Oh, it will be. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, our, our I think our last topic of the night, because we talked about the Saugeen River. Glad to hear about that. Uh, your stand-up paddleboard. Mm-hmm. I sent you guys a video. Yes. <laughs> uh, a couple of them there. You guys watched them. Which ones are you talking about? The oh, the ones, ones where are... I was in my clothes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <so laughs> I sent you guys a couple of videos 
because I I don't even know how this has been missed all these years. I don't know how four I've and never, a half years. I've never we've never seen this. We've never seen this, but apparently it's been around for over four hundred years, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> we covered Dragon Boat Racing, which has been around for 2,000. So maybe we, we would have covered this another 1,600 years. So <laughs> Snake Boat Racing. It has nothing to do with snakes because otherwise we would not be talking about this right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> snake Boat Racing is to India what Dragon Boat Racing is to China. But Snake Boat Racing's only been around for just over 400 years. Uh, it's a, tra- a unique and traditional sporting event in Kerala. And I apologize now to anybody listening to any of these following words, many following words that I'm going to pronounce incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hit it. You're going to nail it. You're going to I'm going to nail it, everyone. What word are you even pronouncing? Um... Boat races usually held with great excitement during various festivals. And again, you guys saw, I mean, the, the, the riverbanks are just crowded with people. Yeah. yeah. But think of the dragon boat, but longer and more of a banana shape to, <laughs> yeah. for a basic yeah. thing, right? But a giant yeah. banana. But a giant one. <laughs> uh, they say the boats are in the shape of a snake. A snake boat, or Chandan Valam, is a long canoe-style boat used by the people of Kutanadu. Kutanadu. Again, I apologize. (laughs) Similarities with dragon boat racing, um, but the traditional snake boat of Kerala typically is 30 to 35 meters, which is 1 to 120 feet long. And that's insane. 100 to 120 feet long. Crazy. Holds 64 or 128 rowers. I can't get my two kids to do the same damn thing. How am I getting 128 people to do the same thing? That ain't happening. Uh, so there's there's rowers that sit from the tip of the bow. There's actually a guy like right on the bow. Yes. Right? Paddling all the way to the stern. There's five men. Now, I say men because all the videos and everything I've seen have only, have only been, been men. men yes. I've not seen any women stuff yeah. and anything. So I, if there is, then I apologize. But um, I use the word men, man in general term. So with five men standing at the back that steered, they got longer paddles, big blades. But they also paddle to get that extra speed. Yes. In the middle of the boat, there's a couple of guys, one at the front, in the, facing the front, one facing the back, and they're calling out stuff. They got they got horns, they got whistles, they got cymbals, or they're yelling. Slamming you know. paddles on the deck for a cadence? Well, no, because then there's two other guys. Yeah. So there's four people actually in the middle. Yes. Two of them, one face in front, one face back. Then there's two guys in the middle facing each other, and they have these poles. These I got to say they're probably a foot around. They're yeah. almost like logs. Mm-hmm. They raise them and pound them into the bottom of the boat yeah. to get that cadence. And yeah. it's like, doom, 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 And doom, it's a doom, fast doom, pace. Doom, These doom. guys are paddling. These like guys mad. are going like stink. It's dragon boat it racing amazing. on steroids. Yeah. Uh, every village in the region is proud of their own snake boat, of course. There are 50 boats of various shapes and sizes which belong to different categories. 
Mm-hmm. So that's like 50 categories. So it's got, well, length. I mean, if you got one shape, there's a length. Or, yeah. 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 Every year the boats are raced along the rivers and lakes. Spectators go wild as 100 men bring down their paddles in perfect unison with furious drum beats. And we were actually looking at that. You're watching these guys, and it's just like everybody is in because they have there. There's a video we're going to post on our Facebook page, and when they do the overviews, like the drone shot, yeah, you're looking down, and all these guys are just like it's it's incredible. Like they are they're clearly dedicated to their sport. Now these aren't weekend warriors. No, these guys know what they're doing. They have a really perfect cadence, and and even for the fact that uh, so. To keep up your strength, you're going to switch sides. And so you, there must be some signal, and then you see, like, all 128 switch sides simultaneously. And in the in one of the views that they showed, it was, like, showing dead on. So you saw the, saw the boat coming right at the camera, and they uh, they switched sides. They switched uh, paddle sides, and it was just, you saw, it was, like, synchronized swimming type thing. It was, like, just, yeah. you saw all of the paddles come up and drop back down the other side. And basically, they only missed one stroke. It was just yeah. swoop yeah. and it was yeah. done. Yeah, when, when they're pad- when everybody's got their paddles up at the exact same, like twelve o'clock yeah. sort of point at the same time, so it looks like you, you know you're yeah, like you say, the synchronized swimming. You just see one yeah one paddle, but you yeah. know there's another hundred and twenty three <laughs> behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, <clears throat> it was so impressive. I mean, the the synchronization of that is just like mind blowing that you have that many people. And what's what's cool on these too is you know you mentioned the the guy sitting up in the bow yeah and when you you say on the bow he's all the way up on the bow oh yeah oh yeah yeah to yeah. the point where he's sitting there and he has he has ropes uh, rope draped down that he has because he's right on the edge that he puts his his uh, feet into oh like stirrups on a on a horse yeah 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 and then. And what's really cool, so then when they've, they've got this thing and they're really going, that bow comes up out of the water. And, you know, it, it, it's it's amazing. He's so close to the, the to the tip of the bow, his dangly bits are dangling over. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, like I say, I came across, I don't even know how. I just Google stuff and I end up in weird places. And, the, yeah, this came <laughs> out and, like I say, I start watching these videos and I'm like, How? <laughs> Yeah, How, like they it's, would they would come to me. I would be over there. They would know I'm from a paddling podcast, and they go, "Dude, you need to try this." And I go, <laughs> "No," because within ten feet, they are going to beat me upside the head with a paddle and Get throw off. me over. <laughs> what is wrong with like, you? I mean, these guys are. You can see they're serious about this. Oh yeah, these guys and are they are hardcore. Definitely yeah. hardcore. But yeah, uh, let's see. There's four main snake boat races. Held each year in and around uh, Aleppe, 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 the uh, Nehru Trophy Race. Then there's the oldest one, which is the Champa Kulam Mulam Race. Then there's the Payapad Jalat Savam. Yeah, you do. You can do this, buddy. <laughs> At the confluence of the Pampa and Achacoil rivers, and then the last one is the Aranmula boat race along the Pampa River uh, at Aranmula. <laughs> Getting better at that. <laughs> exact dates of the snake boat races vary every year depending on the moon phase. 
but are usually held from July to September. So yeah, it's, like you say, they, they are, they're talking, they're usually held around, fe- for, in conjunction with festivals and, you know, festivals of uh, uh, different times of the year and stuff. So looking at these things, I think yeah, I'd be scared to try it. Because like <laughs> I say, with these guys... Because they're so serious. Somebody's gonna, they're going to get mad. They're going to get really mad. But I'm sure you get there, they would, like, for a practice run, I'm sure that they would like to show off their sport, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 50 meters in, Derek got stabbed. <laughs> shanked through the head with a paddle. <laughs> he got shanked and thrown out. <laughs> He's floating down the Ganges somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a YouTube video called Spirit of Kerala, K E R A L A, and that's one of the that's part of the Nehru Trophy boat races. Uh, there's a little YouTube video there, and of course it leads to other YouTube videos, or you can just YouTube search snake boat racing, and it, it gives you a, a view of it. They've got this one massive boat. It's got to be the one with like 128 guys in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's going down the rear, the one side of the river, and they do a big U-turn. I know. How do you U-turn that? That thing, that's amazing. I can't U-turn a truck with a <laughs> with a trailer on it. <laughs> the, yeah, to see them slew that thing sideways. Well, I think what helps is that it's uh, it is banana shaped, right? It's got it's uh, uh, what do you call it? It's got a huge rocker on it. Yeah, and so the tail and the and the the bow are. are in the air a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it just kind of, but still, there's still like a hundred feet of it that's in the water. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, at the back, the guy, the five guys that are standing at the back, the steering. Yeah. They're like right over the water. That's why they need yeah, those, yeah. those long paddles. Yeah, like 10 down. foot long paddles or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll post the, this video. Like it, it just boggles my mind watching these videos going like, wow. Wow. These are, these are awesome. John, you need to try it. Oh, in a heartbeat. That is so cool. Well, there's three I of mean, us. I know. We just get like another 120-some people. Hundred, do- another 125 people in a boat. <laughs> We're in like Flynn. Yeah. yeah. The Canadian snake boaters. We could go to the world championships. Yeah, Canadian snake boat racers <laughs> out of Ajax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, you'll have to get your Canadian citizenship. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. It works. Otherwise, it'll have to be a North American team, which we probably have a better chance to get more paddlers. That that could be, yeah. North American boat. One boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Team yeah. North America against 50 <laughs> boats from from India. Yeah. We'd get and we'll our still butts. finish last. But well, we yeah. probably would. <laughs> yeah, they'd be finished as we're getting the end of our boats to getting past the start line. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? That's pretty cool to see that. It, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, so we'll post that video and uh, take a peek at it. Um, what else? I think that's it. I think that's it for this week. Well, we oh, were gonna. Think, we, I guess nah, there's a, we're gonna save we're that gonna one save for next some week. stuff for yeah, next save week. Some, yeah, we got think, a whole stack of stuff. So. Yeah, we don't want to go too much over time. It, it, yeah, people can't listen to us for over an hour. It's just too much. Well, they can. <laughs> I got. I got one thing. What do you got? If you look at your uh, your instant messages right now, and particularly oh, yeah. you, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Something well, special. Let me ask Derek a question. Oh yeah, go. How is your bookshelf doing? I uh, took the seeds off it. 
Oh, <laughs> did you? And what did so, you do with the seeds? So we we started. I put them on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing uh, we're doing two different uh, seed mixes. Uh, they started soaking and growing on Sunday, and uh, and so they should be ready by Friday or so. Right now, they're oh. like just half grown sprouts. And uh, so they, you have to rinse them twi- like twice a day, and to, and then drain again. They're constantly draining, right? So it's uh, just in a just in a preserve bottle, a glass bottle with a mesh net elastic over the opening, and and uh, so yeah, yeah, they uh, they're growing. They're really? in progress. Really? Uh, yeah, I am excited. I'm, you just took the wind out of John's sails. <laughs> yeah. If you look at your instant message right now, you'll see where my. Uh, Sprout farm is going. Oh, you you got your sprout farm going? Yeah. yeah. John got his sprout farm going because he's thinking, well, if Derek's not going to do it, because right? considering yeah. you put the seeds on your bookshelf, and we all know <laughs> your record with books. Yes, I know. I know. We figured the sprouts were just a new form of book. Look at them go. Look at that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now there's so going to be a race between seeds and sprouts. <laughs> I was all excited because I thought, you know, he's not going to have started it yet. And when he comes back. Yours look like they started about Saturday or Sunday. Um, let's see. When did I oh, get? Oh, well, aren't we all that ex- into it I now? See, I know. Yeah. Listen to them. Listen, Mister Expert. <laughs> it's, it's, we're going to have to change this to the you know the agricultural podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to <laughs> farming and paddling. <laughs> so, John, is this your first first sprouting of the seeds? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because of. Because of what you were talking about with yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, I gotta try this. Oh yeah, I'm excited about it. Wow. So what yeah. did you use for a mesh on the top? It looks like it's. Uh, did you find it a is, mesh lid? It's a it's a paper for uh, that cross stitchers use oh, for projects. And Jan's like, brilliant. oh, this will work, and it is, yeah. But today, also at the farm store, I bought some official sprout caps for these. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Pick up some more of those caps and mail them up. Okay. And while you're taking the time to mail those up, why don't you just send some, <laughs> just get some gravy with them? And and, uh, and a stand up paddleboard for me. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. You got nothing else you're doing. Oh, I'm all over this for you guys. Thanks, man. You're a pal. We know we kept you around for a reason. Biscuits and gravy, all right. Oh, man, Derek, I can't believe you did that. I know. So you sent me a picture. Did you see the picture I sent, the video I sent you? No. Well, we'll talk about this later. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything else, John? Outside of sprouts, I got nothing. Awesome. (laughs) Derek, anything else, buddy? No, I'm good. You guys are just going to go off for a little sprout conversation. That's right. Meanwhile, I'm waiting to get out on the water. (laughs) Yes. You know, we can do the, here's the full conversation on sprouts. Yeah. Here's the extra conversation that happened for the next three hours on sprouts. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Derek, what kind of sprouts are you growing? (laughs) Um. I did a, so I ordered a whole bunch of like three or four He's mixes. He's going to go on about this for everybody. No, I, I, know, ordered, I ordered three or four mixes. And plus I got a, you know, like alfalfa and whatever. I I, I have like Spanky, uh, 12 bags of, of seeds, right? I just went gangbusters when I bought it. But the current ones are just mixes with with uh, five or six varieties of seeds all mixed in, right? Okay. One's so you're going to be regular and constipated all at the same time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. I question this small amount because it says two tablespoons. And so that doesn't seem like it's going to be a lot. I Probably one meal type thing, right? But uh, we'll see on Friday. Yeah. So we're going to have to post pictures of you guys sprouts now on the <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Derek Sprouts versus... <laughs> And I'm going to go stand in a cornfield and say Sean Sprouts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm still looking for the ones that Sean suggested, the uh, the meat or beef oh, sprouts. Oh, the beef sprouts. Yeah. 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 Beef. When you guys get the beef sprouts, man, then we're changing the show entirely. <laughs> Pork sprouts, beef sprouts, yeah. chicken sprouts, yeah. fish sprouts. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Anyway. This is way off track. <laughs> if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to find this episode and 236 others, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite pound, uh, podcast downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio and find them all, download them, or stream them as well. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. John, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting me talk about my sprouts. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, and that's about it. So I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>